That was Pink Floyd, Breaking the Wall. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. It's going to be a hell of a spectacular show. We're actually making this on Halloween, not on Saturday while you're listening to it. Who's that across the table returning to the show oh. after a sabbatical? Why, it's Matthew Morgan. Hello. Hello there. Are you all right? Very well. We've been holiday, was it? Yep, nice. Yeah, really warm, was it? Lovely. To sunbathe. You weren't there, it was nice. Did you find it very hard to relax in a place where I was not? Um, no, it was nice. Sort of four days in, my phone was locked in a safe. Literally. Why did you do that? Why did you live on the edge like that? Who's going to nick a phone? No one wants phones. What kind of world do you think we're living in where phones are under constant peril and threat? Well, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. So you're in a luxury it. hotel in Mauritius. No, no, you're but there's a in safe there. Central. Why would they put a safe there? Mm, I do wonder. I don't use hotels because I don't know how to set it and, or get the thing it's out really again. It's really nice. It's really because it's simple. It goes beep and then it opens and you get well, your stuff out. You're power mad, isn't you? I've just been at a Dominator safe <laughs> turned you on <laughs> over your holiday. Matt Morgan's back. Thank God you're Why back. Why have you. you had a change of image? I've not had a change of image. What do you mean? What's, in, what's different? He's in a mohair sweater. <laughs> it's Dior. 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 It's, yeah, name it's dropper. It's stripy and punk. What do it's you want from a Sue sweater? It's a Pollard's jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be a weather coat? Not a weather coat. Uh. <laughs> Red coat. What yellow else? coat. Mr. Fairweather, fair brother, yellow coat, wet coat. Mr. G's over there. He's the poet laureate of the show. You right, G? I'm good. Yeah, we, I like that song we just listened to, Brick in the Wall, because uh, it's subversive to have them children going all in all, you're just another brick in the wall, because they're actual children saying yeah, that. yeah. Apparently, G was just saying that the children got into trouble for doing that, and the headmistress of the school where the children went got all t got told off, nearly lost their job for allowing their children to contribute to something that was attacking the institution of education. Well, in, in that the way. film, they throw a teacher on a bonfire. That's worse, isn't it? That's yeah. what they've written before. They're just going, "You're a brick in a wall." Like, you know, now you're a person on a fire. <laughs> I don't know what I'd rather be. If you're a brick in a wall, it's probably quite nice. All them other bricks around you, comforting, snug in its way. Being on a fire, terrible situation to be in. Later on on the show, we'll talk to Noel Gallagher. He missed you while you was gone. Did he? He did. But I must say, he gave the rest of us a chance to spread our wings away from the constraints of your grim pessimism. Bit less organised, I suppose. Nick, our producer, who's meant to be running it, and he won't thank me for saying this while Leslie Douglas, controller of the radio station, stands in the room with him. There was a bit right where something went wrong with the desk. The de what you live. wanted the job you did live. live on the radio. Nick was like a lumping idiot putting Kate Bush was on at one bit. <laughs> sort of Lee Scratch Perry came on, Pinky and Perky. See, I do a lot of what, stuff. I on had those no buttons. idea. I had no idea what you do for us, Matt Morgan. I know. Do you? Oh, the wind beneath my <laughs> bloody wings, I tell you what, you held me together, I didn't even notice it till you were gone. Good when Noel Fielding came on, but of course, because it's not like, no one was trying to do a radio show properly, it was just two people burbling insanely for two Did hours. Did it get competitive? Yeah, a bit, I suppose. But you know, like, in a sort of a friendly way, uh, G sort of said it was like, jing, 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 and he made me think of, like, something like, uh, one of them, what's that, like, sort of Chinese film where they fight you up in the sky? Dragon, tiger. Uh, you're crouching tiger. Eating dragon. Why are you so worried about these things? <laughs> you think you're the comedic version of Kung Fu? <laughs> he said it. Well, actually, he didn't. He said something that I interpreted as that. I'm always <laughs> interpreting things as like better. I remember once we were at Vera, and I saw one of those two that's a, Johns. That's John, a production company. Oh, Vera Production Company. Everyone knows. <laughs> independent London-based TV production company. Surely, Matt, this isn't an insular reference. <laughs> yes, of course, as Jack Derrida said, 
<laughs> Jack Derrida, the post-structuralists would all be with. Yeah, Vera, like at the TV company, Vera, where me and Matt famously made a programme, well, not famously, no, I watched it, <laughs> rebrand. Uh, like, uh, once I saw one of them two Johns in a corridor, he went, oh, you're a fine fellow. Guess what I heard? Oh, you're the new Peter Cook. That's why I translated it in my head, just to that. And when, like, a Swami, a, a Hindu Swami, once gave me a rose, probably meaning, you need some help, son, your life's all apart, I took it as... You're the new Jesus! Do you know what? I've got the opposite problem. What do you do? Misinterpret My little sister's friend, when I was yeah. at school, because I had to go to the girls' school. What? She what said to me, girls school? I had lessons at the girls' the boys? school. <laughs> <laughs> I had some look, lessons look, at the girls' look, school. Matthew's not fitting in with the boys. He keeps wearing PE Turn the phone off. Unfortunately, he's going to have to be educated with people with vaginas. It's the only way he can relax. No, listen, what happened, He mate? keeps touching the winkies! <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know the people that play different glasses with different amount of water in? I reckon you ran around touching people's winkies like that. You actually did do that at school, because I know you did do that, because you told me you got in trouble for going on people's genitals. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did do it. That's probably why I accused you of it, thinking about it now. I think, yeah, I think what motivated me to... Worst supply teacher ever. Hey, we shouldn't talk about that. The case is still ongoing. This is what happened to me. I was not a supply... All right, just can I quickly say that I'm not sacked as a supply teacher for touching children's genitals. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still at large! (laughs) No, I've never worked as a supply teacher, and at the time that I touched children's genitals, I was myself a child. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, but I was seven! When I was seven, that's just touching genitals. that's true. Right, go on. Now, wait, over to you in the studio, Matt. A girl said to me, Hi, horny, but I heard it as, Hi, walnut head. <laughs> right? I don't know how. I was paranoid about my hair because I had sort of uh, long hair that had gone into sort of bob, right? Hmm. Why did, uh, did, had you previously thought that it looked like a walnut? Yes. Oh. As if like anyone it, else would think of that I as know, a reference. But then, so I heard this out of the sort of corner of my ear. Yeah. And, uh, you don't have corners in your ear. Yes, you don't have them in your eyes. You do, that's where the sleep gathers. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a corner, is it? That's it. It's the an edge. angle. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, and then my sister said to me, oh, did you hear my friend say something to you today? And I went, yeah, she called me walnut head. She said, no, she didn't. She said horny. So how old were you? 17. 17 and your sister was saying you're horny. <laughs> Disgusting, really. <laughs> it wasn't my sister. No. Sorry, we've moved on. <laughs> Here's another thing, then. Mark Steen, the ex-Stoke City player, right? There was Bore one... him. <laughs> no, there was a... he's quite good. You'll... No, you'll like this. There was this incident where a player on a rival team called him, uh, like, I think, like you know the swear word beginning with B, that means, well, illegitimate child. I could use it. It's in Shakespeare, but Leslie Douglas is right there, the controller of the channel. I just won't risk it, right? He Station. called him a black bean-headed... B, right? right. And, 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 Hang like, on, what? He called Mark Steen, the footballer Stoke City, a rival player, said this racist thing, you black bean-headed B, right? And like, later on there was a tribunal. Bean-headed? <laughs> bean- a very weird thing to bean-headed say. Bean-headed thing, right, well... Imagine but- that on some shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it's not saying that it was the size of a bean, I think he meant shape of a bean. Oh, right. Because it is. <laughs> no, because that's, I think that's what he meant, right? Any, I don't know what he meant, because I'm not inside his mind. But later on, when there was a tribunal, the, the, uh, the judge goes, it is disgusting to abuse someone on the count of the colour of their skin. Or the shape of their head. <laughs> as if that's as bad. Because we, the bean-headed people, have been oppressed for generations. We were enslaved by the white man, by it the does, non-bean-headed man. It does sound like the judge is going along with the, yeah. the bean-head. It does, doesn't 
doesn't it? It sounds like he's agreeing he's with going, the verdict yeah. that Mark Steen is being edited. But let me just say, he's not. He's a lovely man. What sort of bean? A kidney bean? Uh, a butter bean. Ah, so you, <laughs> the fact that you know what bean it is means you do agree. <laughs> If it was any bean, are you saying edit that? What's I wrong? just saw Leslie Douglas do a, this motion. Leslie Douglas, controller of our station, just sort That's... of made a like what you do if you said someone has a small winky, you that little inch finger and thumb thing, like cut this down. Is what it looked like. Extemporise, if anything. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let's go with songs so we can talk to her. Okay. Have you got anything else to add? Yeah. Well, let's not misinterpret. It's great people. to be back. I'm really glad you're here. I've missed you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at G going all evangelical over in the corner. <laughs> 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 Sex mad you are, the pair of you, you belong in a zoo. So, uh, okay, well done, and, uh, thanks for coming back. <laughs> You're a supply teacher. <laughs> Thank you, well done. All right, yeah, well, you're doing very well, smashing. Oh, it's brisk out, isn't it? Brisk. Okay, well, I'm glad you're here. We've got a really good show. We'll talk to Noel Gallagher a little bit later. We've got interesting news. You want to impose items on our radio show? I think we should do items. We'll do items, then. No one's stopping you doing items. Except me. I'm really anti-items! <laughs> no, let's do some items. Of course, there's always been my item, gay, where I help people that are gay. And that will be coming up later, and there's other items as well. What item have you got? What do you, you mean? You haven't got a name for your item. I don't mean, I, as I said, we should have items. I've, I've got some interesting facts. That's not an item, interesting facts! Yes, it is. That's if I called it interesting facts by Matt Morgan, it'd be an item. Is that what you're calling it? No. Later on, we've got some jingles and a new item, Interesting <laughs> Facts by Matt Morgan. It's his new item. Uh, but why don't we first of all listen to New York Dolls. Here they are. I'm a human being. That's the New York Dolls. You're listening to Russell Brand on what is coincidentally titled The Russell Brand Show. I was the only person that could legitimately do a show. Um, yeah, human being, New York Dolls. Good, isn't it? I enjoyed it. It's lovely Very good. I see Morrissey in New York the other week. Yeah, how is he? Well, he's good at doing his concerts, which I saw him doing. He ain't so good at turning up for dinners that he's meant to have the next day because he never showed up. Oh, really? Yeah, he weren't well, he said. But I don't care if he weren't well or not. Like, he's Morrissey and... Did he text you? Like, just go I've had emails well. from him now. Really? I've had two emails off of Morrissey. I can imagine him using the computer. Well, I reckon he's has it come out on a, a special italic maybe. print. Maybe it is, or ivory. I don't know what ivory is. Quite, he's vegetarianism, isn't he? Yeah. So, um... Yeah, but he's brilliant in concert. He did a cover of that New York Dolls song. Oh, did he? Yeah, How's he good. do it, though? Different style, obviously. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like anything that Morrissey does, isn't it? It's going through such a powerful filter that it's gonna sound like, well, I mean, it's Morrissey. You know? Yeah. So, like, you know, you're pretty good it were. The whole damn concert were good. People running up at the end, you know, you all you would expect of Morrissey. I think that film will work out. I think we'll end up doing a film with him next year. Yeah, a documentary with Morrissey. It'd be nice. Right, let's do some items on our new item-heavy show. The Item Show! Right, remember, like, a few weeks ago before Matt cleared off on holiday, I was talking to you about getting some jingles together for us while Noel Fielding was here, and last week, loopy, lovable Rainbow George was trying to press-gang me into being a mayor. Right, uh, we didn't bring up the jingle competition, Matt, for best to wait for you to come back, so now you are here again, we can do these jingles. <clears throat> Rainbow George, interesting character. Same voice as Dennis Norden. Totally the same voice. But unlike Dennis Norden, he really, really wants me to be mayor, with a vehement... Sub I've never seen anyone want anyone to be mayor so much. When I sort of was going, look, I don't think I want to be mayor, he was took it like I was saying, 
like, I think I'm going to have you killed, mate. You know, they look really sort of unhappy about it. I was going like, I don't think I need the pressure. I remember me and you having a chat about whether I should be mayor long before Rainbow George even turned up, actually. We yeah. were just thinking... What were we talking about? It? I don't know. We must have just thought it was... Yeah, a big head. <laughs> I think it might have been when we met that mayor up in Blackpool. We just might have thought it might be nice to be a mayor. And, uh... And you, and you, and we all sort of went, yeah, it'd be alright to be a mayor, I'd like to be Lord Mayor of London. You, you wouldn't want to be a mayor, you have to go to loads of meetings, it'll be boring. And it probably would be. It would be rubbish. Of course it would be, who wants to be a mayor? Plus, so, Rainbow George set up an online petition, uh, like, you know, saying I'll sign it, because I goes, well, if like a million people wanted me to, I'd do it. Meaning, you know, that's a way of saying I don't want to do it, right? You know, because a million mm. people want And then so, naturally, I read some article going, well, only a couple of thousand people have signed the petition, so that, like, as if, like, I'd yeah. Somehow gutted. I don't want to be the mayor. I'm not. Got, I'm not but qualified. But you will. You will get hooked up in it. What do you mean, being be being mayor? Well, if like a quarter of a million people said it, you'd start going right. Okay, I we need to politics together. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You'd get into it. Let's freeze the Thames over. That way, we can use that to transport things up and down it. Plus, I could skate up and down it on top of some of the transit vans, couldn't I? That'd be great. The thing with Rainbow George, right? Yeah. What about him? George was someone in Rainbow. So whenever I hear his name, yeah, I just it's think complicated, it's isn't it? Rainbow George. Yeah. If you called yourself Star Wars Darth Vader, <laughs> <laughs> it would cause a lot of comic People would think, they wouldn't go, oh yeah, Star Wars Darth Vader here, we all know him, he's a roofer from Plasto. Yeah. They think he's the evil leader of yeah. the Empire. It's like, Although, he we was... spoke to, no, yeah, we did, we spoke to that bloke, didn't we? So on his acting CV, it would say Rainbow, Zippy, Rainbow, George. Yeah, yeah. Rainbow, George. Maybe that's where he got his name from. I don't think it was to do that, I think it was probably from a drug-induced stupor. I think he, and he probably, and also it's he, libelous. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, it probably weren't. But not his stupor. Uh, I reckon it was the drug induced stupor of an unnamed other, an unnamed <laughs> third party who cannot possibly get involved in any legal quagmire with us. Yeah, um, Darth Vader, uh, you know that music? Good, isn't it? Brilliant. Because it really summarises the mood of Darth Vader. He really seems like he's in that sort of mood, isn't he? Mm. Or furious man. <laughs> well, you are my son. Never underestimate the power of the force. All right, mate. Do you want to calm down? Don't if... talk like that. This... Never. <laughs> 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 Never. Oh, hello. <laughs> See, oh, that's Yoda. Oh, do it again. <laughs> Stop trying to make me do things. <laughs> Never <laughs> underestimate. Hi, I got some force here. Don't bloody underestimate, because I use it against your neck. Uh, what I mean is, he's always angry. Isn't he? About something. Although you have disobeyed me <laughs> for the last time. <laughs> I won't put up with it. Maybe that's what his voice is like, but his helmet Does you know, that. cuts out the, uh, it just it sort of makes it sound Less threatening. Less <laughs> Well, actually, because you do see him talk without his helmet on. Yeah, well, I don't like that bit. Oh. I don't well, like him. He's a little blue old man. <laughs> I don't like how vulnerable he looks. Well, I don't like the way he's got loads of... Little dots. On his head. He's got dots on him. <laughs> he's got holes in his head. What's he got them? Dots for. I think that's where the mask was no, screwed onto his head or something. It must be a lot of pressure <laughs> if he's wearing that all day. It can't well, be. He always good wore it all the time, even in bed. Did, what about in bed? Yeah. Do you think? <laughs> no, he didn't have a bed. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> hey, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> you might want to join me, <laughs> stormtrooper. Let's cook up a real storm in my panty poopots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader. I think he slept in a thing that came down, like, just went... 
Well, like he a... just stood there and relaxed for a while more than sleeping. Just Maybe he was just always... Downtime. Like... Yeah. I've, but in a way, the Emperor was very much in control, and Darth Vader was a bit of a yes-man, and later films that revealed Darth Maul showed that Darth Vader was far from being a fundamental part of the Empire, was a replaceable, like, sort of more of a, a flunky. Puppet. A puppet. He was a marionette. He was faceless. Very similar to a mayor. Not unlike... Lord Mayor of London, <laughs> Russell Brand. first recently halved. That'd be good if you were a mayor to have that music played whenever you entered the building. Oh, imagine that! I could storm in there. <laughs> Hi, thanks for coming, everyone. Uh, ball bags, obviously. And uh, now, from now on, all schools will be really wild. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. How's your uh, celibacy going? What celibacy? The celibacy I'm doing in the middle of. Yeah. I think I've done 11 days of sex-free living. That's pretty good. Well, you say pretty good, Matt, or is it a horrible ordeal? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Um, it means you've got more energy for thinking thoughts with and, uh... Thoughts <laughs> about sex. <laughs> sex thoughts. Sex thoughts while looking at internet sites that encourage sex thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it's weird in its way to be a sex. Hang on, 11 man. days is rubbish. No, it ain't. It's brilliant. Can 11 whole days. But people do that without thinking about it. Well, they shouldn't. They should think about it. They buck their ideas up. Get out there. Get amongst it. Put it about. Living it up. Living it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, me, though, I, uh, yeah... It's, um, it's, you know, it's interesting to do it big. So I thought, you're always doing this, having it off. Get a grip. Every, like, every, about, every five minutes, he goes on about deleting numbers out of his phone. Deleting all the numbers out of my phone. <laughs> 784, I'm all gone now. Really? Yeah. 784, all gone. Changed my number. Oh, Including family and everyone, just deleted everyone. I got rid of those guys, <laughs> I couldn't trust them. <laughs> yeah, they were always, alright Russell, do you want some dinner? Clear off! Give me a break, I'm trying to be <laughs> celibate, woman. How long do you reckon you'll do? Uh, well, I'm just going to carry on until I feel like I'm back in charge of my life. And then, uh, you know, then we'll see what happens. You know, maybe I'll settle down, start a little family, oh. school them in the ways of... Fascism for my mayoral <laughs> campaign, <laughs> my fascistic evil reign over London. Yeah, so you know, I'll just keep it up for as long as I can. You know, it's all right. Makes it me look at the old pornography a bit, of, oh, course, of course, being celibate. Yeah, yeah, lots of the old websites, mucky. <laughs> 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 the old websites, of course. <laughs> I see these websites are devoted to women. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know it, pornography is morally reprehensible, and after the revolution, we probably wouldn't need it if people were spiritually in tune with each other. But while we're not, let's have a quick look at those lovable girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, with like, if you're looking at porn, it's like it's very easy to get into it, isn't it? Because it's sort of like, it's, you know, it can become a bit of a eye-catching sort of, you sort of think, oh god, this is quite good, and it becomes like a maze, it does become sort of like, uh, I've said before, yeah. it is like a Lewis Carroll oddity, sort of, you sort of end up going into all these different realms, different sort of ways. I Always. can't believe porno mags are still for How sale. How are they surviving? When like, in the, you know, in the luxury of our own homes, we can look at some of the most mindless smuts conceivable, and such odd fetishes, I sort of, how could you get round to a fetish? There's one fetish that was about, like, one woman kissing, like, women, plural, women kissing other women's bottoms while, while woman B is asleep. It's a whole website. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought, how's that developed? Like, hey, no, there's a market for 
people kissing so each other's bottoms. You've given up natural sex with adult women <laughs> to look at women kissing sleeping women's bums that, on the internet, just and that makes a... you morally superior. <laughs> You're sitting around thinking, well, I've deleted all the numbers out of my phone. Now, look at those people at that bar. <laughs> they <laughs> disgust me, chatting each other up, conducting relationships with each other. Now, let's have a look at lying pixie spit sex. If you like pixies that spit and lie, you'll like this website. Hey! Now lick that up. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's so many various fetishes. I mean, I applaud them for their imagination, I must say, but, you know, it's just very easy to get trapped in there for ages yeah. and ages. Of course, Would you know. Would you give that up eventually? Yeah, I tried, for the first four days I didn't do any uh, self-interventionalism, as I call it, but I, I thought... What's stop that? Uh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I can't sorry. say it's a rude word, mate. The it's M word. word. It's a rude word. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, yeah, I've, so I've stopped doing that because it's a lot of fiddlesticks. No, I've started. I stopped stopping. Cause, right, uh, so you, you started off not masturbating. Yes. Now you don't. Matthew! You said the unsellable! Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't, yeah, I started off. You said off... fiddlesticks, which actually puts that image in your head. <laughs> no, it makes me think of two drumsticks on a bald nub. Like, sort of, say, someone with no pubic hair, just a mound, and they've got two drumsticks, not chicken drumsticks, actual drumsticks, that'd be worse, and they're sort of strumming away at that. That's I think what... you should start having sex again. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be the image that you get. Fiddlesticks! Fiddlesticks! <laughs> you want to see what I think when I hear rhubarb! <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh... I've got some interesting facts about celibacy. Uh-oh! It's time now for <clears> Matt's <throat> new item! Interesting, interesting, interesting facts with Matt Morgan. Interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting facts with Matt Morgan. Here's Matt Morgan now with interesting facts. Facts that are interesting. Guess what? Matt Morgan. Isaac Newton yeah. died, died a virgin. Isaac Newton! Virgin! Virgin! <laughs> got it! <laughs> <laughs> So all he's going on about gravity, no wonder things were falling off. He's, he's, he's nuts. He should have noticed, hmm, my testicles are descending to the floor for some reason. <laughs> probably because they're all full of sperm, Isaac, for oh, Christ's sake. You well, can't say that. of course you can. That's probably what was happening. It's only nature. Dig up Isaac's jangling corpse and give him a big puppy skeleton sex. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, you big bully. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? That's because you've had coffee. You shouldn't have had coffee. You bought me a little cup of ditch water. I goes to him, can you get me a cup of coffee, please, Matt? He goes, don't have coffee, Russell. It no, turns goes, you into an idiot. Get me a double espresso. He goes, and I said, can... no, have a single espresso. And I agreed. And then you turned up with a little egg cup full of ditch water. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, because that ain't even coffee. It was see-through. It was coffee. You liar, because it came from a reputable coffee company that would not churn out well, so you that mean, I went in there goes, I'll give us a, a, a little empty cup. Yeah, it's exactly what I think you said. I reckon he went in and goes, look, this is for my mate. He's a bit hyperactive. Don't give him too much caffeine. Can you do some neutered, ditch water version of your normal <laughs> product? And they went, all right, why not? No, they didn't. They well, why do it something off the menu. And then, do that. <laughs> and then I got a normal coffee. It was lovely, delicious, filthy tar. Sent me balming. Shouldn't drink it. Yeah, I like it though. I'll give it up soon. Emmanuel Kant. What's he done now? He was the virgin. 
How can no, he... you can. All these clever clocks, he's virgins. A great thinker. How can he tell us anything if he's never even had sex? Probably because he's not involved himself in that animalistic activity. He lived in a cerebral world of the intellect and thoughts, sort of severing himself from the sort of necessary material animalistic side of our nature. I reckon maybe it gives him some sort of superiority. Do you think What's if you Kant's just do it? most famous edict? There's some sort uh, of critique Kantian... of pure reason. Critique of pure reason. The sublime. down I... at Wikipedia. I mean, Kant to me will always be about the sublime. Well, yeah, I, I think Kant. I think sublime. Then I think virgin, virgin, virgin. It's weird, though, isn't it? Yeah. When you die a virgin. They must like have a little pang of little bugger. <laughs> <laughs> nurse, right. nurse, quick, little bugger. Oh, nurse, pull the screen back. I, and my skin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Mr. Kant, you filthy goose. <laughs> <laughs> on his deathbed as well. Yeah, you can't go to your grave. I mean, but think about it though. It's maybe the same as us. I mean, I've never, for example, had full homosexual sex, and I probably won't ever have it. Will I? Are you gonna do some? I'm not saying that me and you should. Don't look at me like that. I wasn't looking at like what? That's the um, coffee. I doubt it. You'd you, if you haven't done it now, you won't do it, will you? No, I suppose not. I suppose not. Yes. Someone forces it on you. <laughs> Not like this! <laughs> <laughs> I was about, yeah, yeah, okay. Alright, so go on, who else? More of your intro. These well, facts are quite good. There's famous people who, you know, like Stephen Fry, obviously, Cliff Richard. No, he's got a. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but he was celibate for a long time. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Mahatma Gandhi took a vow of celibacy. Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi, I'm feeling kind of randy, but I want the English out. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of people. Well, he was active because he was a proper swami. Morrissey. He had a family. Morrissey! He was openly celibate for years. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He could, he was... Why go on about it? I'm really feeling quite <laughs> celibate today! Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's part of his way, isn't it? He's mysterious, he likes to be a bit celibate. I'm sure he wasn't looking at... Women kissing other women's bums while they're asleep. <laughs> oh, I reckon Emmanuel Kant never felt the need to have sex. <laughs> it was so engrossed in glaring at sleepingbumkiss.com that he just thought, well, it doesn't seem any point. really. Yeah, no, but. Could be I, a lot worse. I don't mean. Oh, was that the first picture? No, that's. No, it's not a picture. It's a very short, very well made film. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's not like just the cheeks of the bottom, it's too nice. Oh, Russell. <laughs> Right, That's still move, just on. A, move on. Move on. Move You're on. You're not celebrate. I am. Clean your mind up. <laughs> <laughs> it's clean in there. You want to have a look? Thoughts, thinking, all sorts going on in there. Yeah, you should wear robes. You should get into that. Remember You'll when you used to wear robes. robes? Yeah, you used to call me Mustafa Skagfix because I was also addicted to heroin as yeah. well as being a bit of a Maharaj. I couldn't get enough of the dirty stuff. Yeah, all right. I would, go on, give some more facts. Well, well, there's nothing else now. That's there's it. That's people all you the haven't facts. heard of. Who like? I might have heard of him. I've got a lot of knowledge. Oh, Lots right. of knowledge. Ramakrishna Paramahamsa. Ah, oh, Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, and that's not offensive, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's his name. What Paramahamsa? Ramakrishna Paramaha. I can't right, say it. right, well done. You stinking <laughs> little racist. <laughs> you've offended him. Uh, and Swami all... Vivekananda. I was going to say, you've offended him and all his descendants, but of course he won't have any because he's a celibate virgin, yeah. so. Oh, Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that's bad. Oh dear, that was silly. Right, so, alright, that, that was Matt's new item. Important well, no, fact. 
What? That is amazing more? that Isaac Newton. Yeah, who knew? Like, that, also, no one ever says that about him. Did an apple land on his head, or is that just a That's lie? That's apocryphal. He saw a la- an apple fall. He saw one. What are you jabbing at the air for? <laughs> oh, sister, he saw an <laughs> apple. Matt did a real sort of gay gesture. He saw an apple he falling. He saw it in the distance. Oh my God! Look at that apple falling. There's got to be something doing it. So, um, okay, yeah. Well, that is that the end of your item? Can um, I do the jingle that I wanted to do for the last hour? Yes, go for it. That was Matt's item important. In fact, <clears throat> that leads me to my next item, jingles. Now, uh, you could write a jingle for Matt's Important Facts if you want to. Just send it to us here at, yeah, you know, bbc.co.uk, Russell at bbc.co.uk, or just fry it through the window, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Record it on a Casio cassette and chuck it through the window. Yes, mate? What? Even though you've done the end jingle. Oh, I've got to do an intro jingle again. No, it's Matt's Important Facts, part two. Um, A commonly used metaphor Mm. in Buddhism is about sexual desire is it's like drinking salty water. The more one consumes, the greater the desire and it doesn't get you anywhere. Oh no, is that what the Buddhists say? Yeah. Oh, crikey. Well, that's no there wonder. you've been tirelessly been... saying Harry Krishna at the end of TV programmes <laughs> for Drinking years. down great oceans full of salty juice. So you'll never be sated. I'll never be sated. And you weren't ever sated, were you? I'm lapping up big troughs of salty juice morning, noon and night like a dirty little kitten. <laughs> <laughs> Noshing down on a big dinner of salty slush. But now not, you're not doing that anymore. I ain't had none. No more salty water. As long as I got my sleep... For 11 <laughs> days, which is, you know, man can't conceive of a longer time period, really. I don't think so. I think that's how long the Ming Dynasty lasted, <laughs> wasn't it? About 11, 11 days. days. That's, oh, that's quite a long while, isn't it? 11 whole days. 11 days. If someone went 11 days without eating, well, they'd still live. So what? They, what have they achieved? Nothing. Whereas I, well, I found some websites that will blow your socks <laughs> off, young man, as a result of my tireless endeavour. I'm a pioneer, I am. I'm the Ranulph Fines of the internet, finding all sorts of muck in there. OK, we're going to listen to a record now. Coincidentally, it's by a little man called Morrissey, and it's called Stre- it's Smith's, actually. It's Stretch Out and Wait, and it's about sex and how's your father and that. Listen to some lyrics, it's very important. Afterwards, we're going to be uh, playing some of your jingles and that, doing our j- new item, Jingle! Smith's stretch out and wait. You're listening to the Russell Brand Show on Radio 2. We're doing an item now. It's about jingles. Jingles. So, uh, what we done was we said, you know, which is probably, I don't know, but it probably ain't that innovative. Probably radio shows do that a lot. Oh, send us in a jingle. But. I reckon our listeners, Matt, I'm very confident that they're very bright, brilliant high people. Calibre. High calibre. Very high calibre listener we've got. A cut above the rest. And those what's listening on the podcast, well, they've embraced technology too. I think our listeners and figures are up, but they aren't much, Nick. We're soaring. We're, oh, oh, this is good. It's very good times for the BBC. Now, let's have a listen to some of these jingles. If they're boring, we'll just... Well, or if we just think it's going on too long, we'll just go, stop playing this bloody jingle. And let's, But the first one... It's by a young woman claiming to be called Laura Powell, and yet she denies all knowledge of Sir Baden Powell, who started up the Cub Scout <laughs> movement just for a bit Don't of fun. <laughs> I just said, just for a bit of fun. That's the only reason he started it. Thought it might be a bit of fun. I am stuck. Never underestimate <laughs> the power of the Cubs. I, it's a hard voice to do, though, isn't it? It's James it's Bill electronically, Jones. Uh, yeah. I thought I could just do it with willpower, but you can't. 
You've insulted me. <laughs> You've been naughty. Oh, bloody hell. I, I don't know why I bother. I don't. The Death Star's still not finished. I'm exhausted with I all this. remember. My tights are hurting. Yeah. Okay, well, let's have a listen to Laura Powell, daughter of Sir Baden Powell, King of the Cubs. Let's have a listen. Hello? Well done, Laura. That is good. We have now played it on the radio. I hope you enjoyed it, because you'll never hear it again, love. Because let me tell you, I couldn't hear what the voice was saying. Could you, Matt? I could a bit. I heard Mr G. That was Mr. G just singing <laughs> along with it. <laughs> he looked peculiarly moved. It was good though. Well it was done, a little Laura Perry. With a drum and bass vibe. It's a little drum and bass canary. It's a little Tweety Pie crossed with Goldie. But imagine what that would be like. That'd be crazy, <laughs> right? And let's have a listen to another jingle. Uh, hopefully not a <laughs> jungle jingle like the last one. <laughs> Here's Stuart Bell's jingle. Stuart Bell claims not to be related to Alexander Graham Bell, <laughs> inventor of the telephone, and yet, guess how he got in touch with us? By coincidence, by the phone. Well, sick, sick, sick dirty, filthy pig. Let's have a listen <laughs> to his jingle. Friday night. Russell Brown. Listen on radio too. Quite good, but barbershop quartet. Got the day wrong. Got the day wrong. Come on, Stuart. Wake up, son. You know, like, because getting the day wrong, that's fatal. That's the first word. The first word was wrong. Yeah. Might as well have said radio one. Like I once did. (laughs) (laughs) But I forgot, didn't I? Now, um,. Yeah, well, I like it, but it's a barbershop quartet. So they, and they sound a bit smarmy about them. Like the way they yeah. go, Oh, Mr. Summer. <laughs> oh, do be do. It's not very rock and roll, is it? No, I wouldn't want a barbershop quartet bloke going out with my teenage daughter, Lynn. Which end of the scale, though? What if he was the really deep voiced one? Hello, Lynn. <laughs> you never Lynn? underestimate the power of the quartet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he'd be all right if he was well, the Darth on, Vader one. You just said you've got a daughter called Lynn. Yeah, that's me, housekeeper. I made a mistake. I what got goes on up. in that house? <laughs> Sometimes I pretend Lynn's my daughter. <laughs> I wish to be woken up with a kiss on the bottom <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Could you give me a tushy pick? <laughs> tushy pick dog. <laughs> Tushy power! Um, yeah, so Lynn's just I a mean, normal, conventional housekeeper with no uh, obligation to wake <laughs> me up with a tushy kiss. Normally, she just brings up the old breakfast. Sometimes, in the old days, there'll be a person there who suppose you want breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, fetch the other tray! Not now. Not now. Not it's just, now. Just a laptop. Little laptop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pebble-dashed laptop. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's, well, that's the problem. Now, here we have another entry, as it were, by Jacko Armstrong, who claimed not to be related to either Michael Jackson or <laughs> Neil Armstrong, the astronaut. Yet he strutted in here, moonwalked backwards with a... Moonwalked both ways. Gone both. What great work by us. Well, we're good. We're hot. Let's have a listen to Jacko Armstrong's jingle efforts. Oh, what on earth is that on the whaler's jippy? Well, if you must know, my pinkapotamouse pal, I'm actually <laughs> listening to the Russell Brand Show on BBC Radio 2. Is that the one on a Saturday with Martin G? Precisely, George. 
I mean, I like the music of Rainbow, but I did like that impression of the gay hippo, right? He sort of go, it sounded like he was trying to stop himself vomiting while he was talking. I imagine liquid <laughs> spilling out, <laughs> like all liquid seeping out of his mouth. Cold critic. No, you got to be harsh. Imagine the World Cup was easy, Matt. We wouldn't desire it in the same way. It's because it's the qualifying stages, because it's difficult that we credit Zippy it. was good. Zippy was good, and the actual music of Rainbow was good, for which Jacko Armstrong can take no credit. Oh, actually, the third one says Graham Bland on this list, not Jack Armstrong. I made a mistake. You clever boys. Even though I read out the wrong one, he, he read out, like, cos I actually, third on the list was Graham Bland. Right. Which I probably automatically ignored because of when people go, Russell Brand! <laughs> Russell Bland, more like it! Oh, whereas you're a brilliant journalist coming up with that! So, I'm not bitter though. I don't let these things don't affect me. Don't sound bitter. I don't, do I? <laughs> that fury roaring up <laughs> from the pit of my stomach. Don't put that in the poem. I see you pouring down now. <laughs> right, so, uh, <laughs> see him looking for a word that rhymes yeah. with Brand. Did you see him? Yeah. G, 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 Y. Oh, let's have more of these. It's good fun, isn't it, the jingle yeah. item? I love the, the jingle items. Get on with it, then. Stop telling us I'm how much saying, you love it. Hold on, this Let is, us love it. This is part of the item! Me saying I love the jingle item is an integral part of the jingle Say what you feel about it. Sorry. All I can think is, why did we let him have coffee? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do that little sort of stick man jumping around <laughs> thing when you've had coffee. Yeah, I know, I do, don't I? I love jumping around like a stick man. Sometimes I wonder why I ever stopped taking drugs. Then I remember it because I nearly died and drugs bad. Now, let's listen to Graham Bland's entry. We're all into I think we need to... I want, I want more jingles per minute. I want this to run fast. What do you mean? More you spend, here you, jingles? You're, yeah, you're really slow. Graham Bland? Probably he's related to... No one's called Bland. Madeline Bland, who I really fancied at school. Gosh, she was sexy. She had really quite big boobs. And I've once... At school? Massive. Primary right. school? No! Why would you assume that? Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I went to an all-boys secondary school. Yeah, so when they had to send you to the girls' bit because you didn't for fit lessons, in. Always touching lessons. people up, trying to play deal, 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 deal on boys' willies. Deal, 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 running up and down, and each one of the willies was a different sound. Deal, 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 and then trying to get on opportunity knocks with your act of touching. If I was doing that, then the boys were obviously. Like, complicit. Involved, complicit. You probably they? had them under a reign of terror. Do you think the stormtroopers in. You still that? remember? I that's one of your fetishes, isn't it? <laughs> Doing Jean Michel Jarre stuff on a genital. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now I think of it, there should be a website for that. <laughs> I never own. sleep at your house. Why? One you used to, good as gold you were, out on your brown duvet oh, in the corridor. I used to have a rotten duvet <laughs> called The Brown. It was just brown <laughs> duvet. It probably wasn't even meant to be brown. It was good that we always called it The Brown, because even if we were talking about it seriously, Matt would go, I don't have to sleep on The Brown, do I? Yes, you do have to sleep on The Brown in the corridor. And you were on The Brown. I was on The Brown, the irony. If anyone should have been sleeping on The Brown, it was old Russ, wasn't it? Go on, hold on, we're saying something else that was important on me, about don't sleep around my house. Why? Well, it's... Well, hey, I'm allergic to your cat. Love that little guy, Morrissey the cat. Oh, I'll never forget him. Never. What? What's B? Other things that I've, I've noticed this week as well. What? Is this, an, is this an item? Yeah. Matt's new item! <laughs> other things, other things, other things Matt's not this week. Other things, Your jingles are all thing. very samey. I'm other sorry. Other things, other things <laughs> Matt has noticed this week. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, well, we're in synchronicity, aren't we? Now, come on. Yeah, you don't know where thing? you're going next. So? 
Where? Where? People go, there's a car outside. Oh, where am I going? Am oh, I going to yoga? Oh, do I... No, no, you're going to the gym. Oh, I don't need my gym bag. Yes, your gym bag's here. <laughs> you like some of outsiders. Hey, you, my dog. the war finished. Oh, I've had my dinner. He's just had your dinner. It's all right. Have I had my asthma, too, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Why don't someone... Why mate, don't... I think the nurses nick my money. <laughs> nick me my money, mate. Nick me my money. Where's my ration book? <laughs> oh, it's all gone now. It's all gone now. You don't need that anymore. You're bananas. You'll be bloody lucky. <laughs> shout, won't shout. Why don't... In the morning, why doesn't someone say to you, oh, well, this is what you're doing today? And it Someone does. My new assistant, James. Love that little guy. Yeah, but you never, like, you, I just hear you constantly saying, Oh, where's this car going, <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I know, and sometimes the car don't know where it's going, so we're just two men driving through London <laughs> lost. Where are you going, sir? I go, I don't know, I do not know either. And then we just drive about for a bit. It's quite romantic in its way. He's always the same man. No, it's never him, actually. I don't know why I've done him. I've never even met him. But at Janet Street Porter, I went and met her today. She's ever so nice. Lovely woman she is. How's that linked? Because that was when I was in a cab going to her house. That's why I thought of that. That's why yeah, it came right. into my brain Went to her house? Lovely round there. Really? It's a really tasteful, nice, cool house in... Well, perhaps you won't want people to know where she lives. Don't in say it, London, though. in somewhere, it is. What do you mean, tasteful and cool? <laughs> Lots of animal skulls with diamonds on. <laughs> exactly. It's really tasteful and cool. Very actually. tasteful, cool animal skulls. Yes, check. <laughs> Jewels on those skulls. Check. Ridiculous chaise lunges. Yes, yeah. you've got the hat trick. This is indisputably objective taste. Red Have the you time. used your lounge yet? Or is that no, still... I can't go in that terrifying lounge. Can we get something in there that will make me more relaxed? Like someone mm. sleeping, getting their tissue <laughs> kissed. <laughs> right, come on, get me your All jingles. Right, jingle, jingle. Right, this is Graham Bland's jingle. Here it is. Let's mention Russell again. Cause it's good to stroke his ego, you see. The yeah, it's the best one. It's good. The file's a bit corrupted. The file's been corrupted. The file's corrupted. The file's been corrupted! <laughs> right, well, that file's been corrupted, but aside from that, lovely little jingle. Except you mentioned my ego in what might be a disparaging way, but always it affectionate. Affectionate. He's always the, affectionate. He's the leader so far, then. Here's Sam Holland's jingle. Although, God, we can't do all of these. It's 13. Should we break it up into segments? Um, we'll do one more. Right. Here's Sam Holland's entry. Sam Holland, uh, oh, probably he's not the son Holland the country. Here. Well, how come Holland's called the Netherlands, but we call it Holland? That's out of order, isn't and it? Dutch. Yeah. Where's that word come from? It doesn't from? have any relationship with Holland or Netherlands. So, what's going on? Also, <clears throat> Germany's called Deutschland. Why are we calling it Dirt Germany? Why are we not calling countries what they call it? Like, that's out of order. Well, Just that, call it what they call yeah, it. Yeah, but that, we're called... We're not called England or Great Britain to everyone. What? They, what are they calling call us? us? What do the French call Angleterre. us? Angleterre. Angleterre? That's <laughs> disgusting! Angleterre? You French pigs! You'll call us England! Terre meaning earth and Angla, land. Angleterre? And England. It's the same word. I will not live in a country called Angleterre, mate. Not for the French, <laughs> not for anyone. My granddad didn't die. Angle he didn't die, he's still alive. Noise, is it? I will not live in Angleterre. I hate the place. Oh, I'm furious. I've never wanted a more. War more. War more. <clears throat> right, here's a little lad. Yeah. Parry. 
not Paris. You know, let's call things London what they, they call in, them. Yeah, they don't call London, London. They've got to pack that in. What they're calling London laundries? Yeah. Like a laundrette? Like a little laundry. <laughs> you disgust me, you French. And then what about when they set them sheep on fire? Remember that? That was a good thing, wasn't it? Well, not for the sheep, Matt. Can you imagine how it must feel? They've got a big lot of wool on they anyway. They're anyway. hot. No, they were sh living sheep, burning, <coughs> blazing, sprinting. <clears throat> Hang on, is this about mad cow disease and BSE and stuff? No, it's about French unions of, uh, like setting fire to sheep. I don't mean to be xenophobic, but don't call us on sheep running around on fire. Exactly. A sheep on fire in French while we are stuck here in Angleterre. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That is the only way I can finish now. My taste <laughs> have become so obscure that unless I see a blazing French sheep. No! <laughs> 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 unless I see that, I simply can't Animals, finish. Uh, have accents. Well, listen to this. Like, the, the French will say, like, you know, we go cockle doodle do for a cockerel. Yeah. The, the Spanish say something like, and the French say, Oh, Dirty devils, aren't they? Yeah. Well, what's going on? Let's all agree on some common ground. Because <laughs> it's not even any a word anyway. Want to listen to Sam Holland's jingle? I'd love to, actually. All of you brave guys for sending in these jingles, and we appreciate it. Although I've not yet heard one, we could go, actually, we could use that. Have you? Because they're too not long really, and they're not yeah. catchy enough. They don't conform to the idea of what a jingle should be. Yeah. We'll do our own jingles, and then plus we get money for that. I know. Don't say it. Let's rope your brother in, young John. Yeah. Get him involved. Keep it in the family, you know what I mean, son? Get young John in here. <laughs> yeah, let's impose conditions on him, though. Hmm, what like? What sort of jingle should we have? Look, you lot better buck your ideas up with your jingles, but they're very good so we far. We could take a cut of the money made. We could get a kickback. Yeah. We could get a kickback right, for that. No, we don't get to do things like kickbacks. We're legit. Right, here's Sam Holland's a version of a jingle. You're listening to the Russell Brand Show That's live me. on Radio 2, and here's your host, I am! With Matt Morgan, he's in charge of a limited number of switches. Mr. G, you're going to summarise the show in a poem. Go on then, it's Mr. G that's welcome to the Manosphere. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, baby, bring it on! Put your willy away. That's not for a game. It's 88 to 91 FM, this is Radio 2. Let's <laughs> make that radio show like it's run by idiots. Which it's not. I thought it was quite representative of the show. Yeah, it was, in wasn't it? A little tablet. It's like a worrying little tablet, like a little bit of stardust of our show, like a little pill they'd give an astronaut up in the spaceship. Yes. Oh, no. We're in a right load of chaos. Matthew, do you ever wonder what's going on? Never. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> Jingle six! <laughs> no, it's now time for a little show. We call the news where people express their points of views about the world, the world today. Whether you are straight or whether you are gay, it's the news show, yeah. News, news, it's the news show, yeah. News, news, something just happened. Here is what has happened on the news, 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 news. This is BBC Radio 2. I'm not okay, and news. You're listening to Russell Brown on BBC Radio 2. We had the news, then after that we had Snakes and Ladders, the girl from the BBC. No. That's another new Matt Morgan item. <laughs> <laughs> Corruptly playing records for my friends. Come here. Uh, 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 who is it, You then? can't even read. That's what it's called. The band are called the Official Secrets Act, and that song was called Snakes and Ladders. The B-side is called The Girl from the BBC. The official secret act is just in a little box. It just looks like the name of the That's label. Stylistic, baby. It's lovely. It's a lovely sleeve good and a song. very good song. Sounds a bit like James. He does sing. Yeah, the singer sounds like James, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. More energetic, though. Very nice. Very energetic, these guys. These corrupt guys on, you in used league to bring with CD Matt. You used to get all sorts of CDs and play Who? on. Some bloke from Scotland came down. <laughs> so you went to school with him or something? Dean! 
is a fine artist, Dean Owens. That lad is a recognised, qualified up there with the musician. Official secrets act, really, is it? Listen, I'd like to see the official secret acts and Dean Owens <laughs> vying somewhere. Guess Kevin Ligo from Channel Four calling me up there. I can't take that, can I? No. Because it's cross He's Channel Four. This is BBC. It'd be weird. It'd be like the crossing of streams in Ghostbusters, which I only reference about every seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> think about that people, more often than people, I think about that, sex. That really became part of culture. It's too much. It never really got the never crossed the stream. And then the at the end, they do. The idiots. Well, they have to. Yeah, no. Turns out, don't ever trust anyone's advice ever. E.g., look both ways when crossing the road. <laughs> don't look either way when crossing the road. Stride confidently into the street, saluting China. China, are you in Tibet? Get out. <laughs> Get straight out of the bed. Don't even look back. And oh, if someone missed up, leave it then. You, you know should what? have thought of that. China are the next superpower. They'll rule the planet. Uh -oh. well, they already, well, they already do. They secretly rule it. What about America? Secretly, America's on the way out, baby. Oh no! I said baby twice. You love saying baby, it's don't you? New, Is that your new item? Yeah. Matt says baby twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, you should watch out because you'll be on a blacklist in China. Out. I don't care. They can put me on whatever list they want to. They can put me on a black list, a brown list. It still won't make the occupation of Tibet right, as far as I know. Now, let's get them right out of it. They won't overtake the old Merikees. They already have. I've got films. They better not ruin my films. Hollywood will carry on going, Will right? it be all right? Yeah, that industry will oh, be alright. Oh, But America, economically, is in, a, in dire because straits. Because so of the power China, of the dollar. very powerful. The power, what's they, what are they spending? <laughs> I don't know where their money is. There's a Chinaman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't it's know where their money is. Term. I know it is, but it's, it sounds really Chinaman. sweet, doesn't it? <laughs> um, what is their money? I don't know, but I think it's got a panda on it. Yes, that's because I've seen it. Has he got a panda on it? I think so. Perhaps they're called panda pops. Uh, 50 panda pops to the top. This, this is racist. In Japan. Is this racist? <laughs> is that, if you have to ask, is, is it? it racist? It's probably racist. Yeah. But right. I actually, no, Sorry. You made no, it but racist. they shouldn't occupy Tibet. That's racist, if ever there was. At least I'm not occupying it. I just said their money's called Panda Pops. And I only said that because I was angry about it. No, no, you made it sound racist. <laughs> I said that I think it's got a panda on it because I, I remember seeing a right. note with a panda on it. Right? Yeah. And you went, oh, that's racist. Yeah. Why? Because you said Panda Pops. No, I didn't. <laughs> right, let's rewind to that because there, there was a tipping point where it went too racist. Too racist. Well, let's just but, say we're not racist, and anyone who is, well, we're against racism. I'm vehemently anti-racism. Yeah, but we did just step into territory. In fact, yeah. people can just calm down. Can they? Yeah. What about? I say, I say racism. We haven't been racist. Like, you let's know, go for all the countries and okay. do it. France. Wales leak. France lazy. <laughs> 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 oh dear. We're not racist. You must be allowed to say stuff. Like, I love everyone, so there we are. You know, how can I be racist with my I knowledge? I love everyone. For the little Chinaman. For <laughs> <laughs> the lazy the, the stones Jamaican. <laughs> and everything in between, from the officious German <laughs> bossing us about <laughs> in his jackpot. Humorous German. <laughs> Right. To offend a everyone now. Keeping under a tree, <laughs> <laughs> even though it's three o'clock and they should be at work. <laughs> offend everyone else quickly. The bloated Americans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can we say about India? Um, ah, their food is too hot. <laughs> uh, Poland. Ah, doing all our building jobs. Um, Czechoslovakia. 
Why did you change it to Czech Republic? All of a sudden, confusing everyone. The Balkans, stop having wars, all of you. Uh, right, that's everyone. Japan, oh, making things too small, computers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we've done everyone. Australia, cultureless. New Zealand, jealous of Australia. <laughs> uh, Australia. Oh, I went on Australia and all the bands. Nice, I saw Koala. <laughs> Koala's are idiots as well while we're on about it. So, that's everyone. Have we done them all? Um... Russia, communist. Uh, and the women, they're good at shot putting. Canada? <laughs> Canada, jealous boring. of America, boring maple syrup drinking, <laughs> hockey playing, gays. <laughs> I like this new item. Welcome to our new item, racism. <laughs> We're like, Brazil. Brazil, uh, well, lady boys, so... That's it. We're doing things like this is all under the umbrella of what racists would say. Although it's us saying those racist <laughs> it's not things. Not me. I've backed off. You don't I've folded let... my arms. Why have you folded your arms? How dare you lead me into this item where I jeopardise everything? I had Reiki on holiday. No, I'm not interested in your Reiki, Mauritians, Reiki <laughs> practices. Let's get on with the racism. Now, who else is there to do? Turkey. Uh, in Indiana Jones, they set that monkey on him. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a picture of that on their money. <laughs> on the Turkish Drakmar, or whatever it's called, is a picture of Indiana Jones having a monkey in a waistcoat poisoning his martini, <laughs> which is out of order. So who's the real racist? The monkey, right? Yeah. So, uh, okay, I think actually, well, we're vehemently anti-racist, right? Yeah. So we've not done nothing wrong. But all these things are quite. They're, we're they're actually poking fun at the um, idea stereotypes. of reductive stereotypes. Yeah. So if case you wanted to condemn us, you want to condemn yourself, because you're actually the racist, yeah? We just yeah. played a little mind game with you there, which proved that you, person who thinks it's racist, are in fact racist, because here's my views, should be, anyone should be able to go anywhere they want in the world, and no one should mind, there should be immigration as much as you like, the country's infrastructure will have to expand to cope with it, we uh, should be able to do what we like, cuddle and kiss people uh, in the streets. Right, <clears throat> here now is some more news, <clears throat> by me, Russell. Elephants die after beer binge. New Delhi. The hot food. <laughs> New Delhi. Six elephants, including three calves, died after raiding an Indian village's rice beer and rampaging through a paddy field, racist against the Irish, where they were electrocuted, officials and residents said on Tuesday. What? Hold on. Elephants got drunk and then rampaged through a paddy field? These yob elephants. What the hell's going on? Enticed by the aroma of rice beer, excuse me, being brewed by local tribal people, a herd of about 40 wild elephants came sniffing around the village of Chandan Nukat. Sniffing? <laughs> mm, what have you got in your village? Huh? It smells like rice beer. It smells like teen spirit. <laughs> a drink. 40 trunks sniffing around your village. I'd like to imagine 40 trunks sniffing all up and down my legs, because it'd be all nice. I wonder what the tip of an elephant's trunk feels like. it's bristling, like. hairy. Yeah, but there must be a soft bit at the end, just at the very tip, Well, no? they can pinch with it, can't they? They can they sort can of... They can pinch! <gasps> imagine one pinching... Well, and there's no point. A boob, then. Imagine one pinching a boob. That probably does happen. It probably does, doesn't it? They probably get the wrong idea, elephants. They probably they see that. Up like, Hello, a bun. <laughs> Saucing it on devils. Why were elephants ever involved with buns? Yeah, where did that get decided? Who decided? Who decided that? Was it a coronish? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's stupid to give an elephant a bun. Bloody irresponsible. It could go bonkers on it. The elephants. 
this is this ridiculous bit. The elephants gorged on the beer on Sunday night. <laughs> gorged. <laughs> can't attribute gorging to the elephant. They might have just drunk it in well, a dinner. Like Sunday night. As if... It was a school night as well. There's no regard for a 9am prompt start when they were supposed to be doing RE. The elephants drank themselves silly. Said, my mum lets me do what I want. I can watch telly. I'm allowed to smoke. These elephant delinquents simply must be stopped. They did it on Sunday night after taking apart casks. Or casks. Casks. Taking apart casks kept outside by local villagers. Well, they'd have to eat local villagers. You wouldn't put a cask if they didn't live there, would you? I'm just going to leave these casks in your village now for the 100-mile journey back home. It's obvious. That's unnecessary to keep that there. They ran by a nearby paddy field that had an electrical pole running for it. <laughs> There's a headline that says, Other elephants try to help. It just says <laughs> that in isolation. Other elephants tried to help. More responsible elephants. Look, you've been really rather silly, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, we don't care. I could give up any time I like. regret this in the morning. <laughs> you really will look. Don't say anything you can't take back. <laughs> <laughs> a wildlife activist, Dipu Marak, said one of the elephants tried rubbing his back against an electric pole passing through the paddy field. The pole was unable to withstand the animal's weight and it caved in, bringing the elephant in direct contact with the live wire. Witnesses and wildlife officials said other elephants tried to come to the rescue of the adult male as it writhed in pain and trumpeted loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they look quite sexy, all writhing and trumpeting away down how there. How would the other elephants <clears throat> have helped? They don't understand electricity. They won't, they've got no knowledge of how electric current works. Don't touch them. him! Oh, for heaven's sake! Right, you put your trunk around his <laughs> tail, we'll create a big chain and then plunge with the front one's trunk right into this electric pond. <laughs> They'll just be all lit up like a Christmas tree of elephant idiots. Yeah, they don't know how to help. That's, if you're an elephant writhing in pain, the last thing you want to help you is other idiot elephants like you. You want someone responsible with a fundamental knowledge of electricity, like Baden-Powell or his mm. daughter who done that jingle. Why didn't the villagers turn the power off? I reckon they made... <clears throat> I reckon they ran the elephants <clears throat> into the Yeah, this is starting to sound thing. suspicious, isn't it? Like, the elephants had a bit of beer and the, and the uh, villagers goes, Oh, nick the beer, would ya? Be unfortunate if he was electrocuted to death. Yeah, how are the elephants gonna electrocute themselves like bonkers Texas murderers? <laughs> <clears throat> it was a... <laughs> this is quite funny. It was a pathetic sight to see one elephant after another getting electrocuted in front of our eyes, said a villager. <laughs> That's evidence, isn't it? You elephants are absolutely pathetic. There one after another. <laughs> <laughs> Just futile. Absolutely ridiculous. Hang on. When will you ever learn, you elephant fools? That village, <clears throat> has that been translated from what the villager said? No, I think this was like a, a wildlife activist, Dipu Marak, so oh, perhaps right, he okay. speaks. English and all. Right. Oh no, that's a village elder. It was a pathetic sight to see one elephant after another getting electrocuted in front of our eyes. Said a village elder. We don't know whether it was in English or the indigenous language of the villagers. It's quite an odd word to use. It's not, yeah. It was pathetic. It's he judgmental. Mean, but sometimes pathetic means like, oh, this of the patheticness of like sort of the hopelessness, the despair. Yeah. You know, I think it might come from pathos. I wish you'd have fired a gun in the air. <laughs> How's that going to help? It was scared they made them run away. Begin! They probably would have thought it was a race <laughs> to death. 
Elephant's Electric Contest! Our Elephant's Electric! There would have been more casualties had the crowd, awakened by the cries of the animals, not chased the elephants away. Ah, oh, so fair enough. Right. The crowd did step in eventually. Human encroachment on their habitat has led to more and more confrontations between people and pachyderms, including pachyderms. other... Pachyderms. Pachyderms, so that means elephants. Yeah. That means elephants. There's a whole new word for elephants well, no, now. it means... Derm meaning skin and pachyer meaning <coughs> it's like hard. Well, so would know, a rhino be a pachyderm as well so, yeah. and a hippo? Yeah. They're all pachyderms. Well, I don't know. Well, what'd you step in for all smug? You bet you was dying for that bit to come up, wouldn't well, you? wasn't. Because you read this before me and he goes, oh, read this, it'll be funny. Just so you could go, <laughs> oh, pachyderms, <laughs> I know about those. <clears throat> Anyhow, pachyderms, those crazy guys, <laughs> always <laughs> getting into confrontations with people, including other incidents of elephants drinking liquor. The idiots, they don't, don't learn. Alky elephants. Destroying homes and even killing people. Then it doesn't go Destroying on to say. Destroying homes sounds like it was a social <clears throat> problem. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to talk to your father. He's out there <laughs> kissing a drunk elephant. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> um, this marriage isn't working. It's either him or me. I'm a home wrecker. You user. <laughs> you user. Some of these elephants are users. <laughs> One of them was a liar <laughs> and a cheat. Yeah, these are ridiculous accusations to make for elephants. Elephants have killed 239 people in Assam. Oh Christ, it's oh gone all God. serious. That's what are a you lot doing? of people. If, if a serial killer did that, you'd go, whoa, you're up there, mate. You're one of the best serial killers we've ever had. an at. elephant in a coat has <laughs> done that. <laughs> you are one of the blo bloody hell. How'd you do it? <laughs> well, I get up early. <laughs> I stomp all over anyone I meet <laughs> with my big elephant feet with my three lovely toenails. There they are, look. Four. Like a row of Probably. houses. <laughs> like a row of igloos. I don't like elephants' legs. Why? Because they end... Yeah. And then they've got little toenails just on I like the, the toenails. That's the best bit of the elephant's leg. And then how flat it is underneath. Although if that's not a real one, I think that might be a toy elephant's leg. But even so, it's no, they so are. smooth. They're really leathery and flat underneath. Underneath it. I'd like to... There's probably a website somewhere where I can <laughs> see someone gyrating <laughs> against that, isn't there? <laughs> you mucky little calf. It wouldn't be a dumb one do it with a calf elephant, just to clear up. I'd do it with one that was in its... 30s. Digging yourself in. Digging, digging. A state neighbourhood in Mega Highlight in the past five years, oh yeah, that's where the 239 people have died, while 265 elephants have died during the same period. It's very much like the rivalry between West Ham and Millwall, where a tally is kept of the casualties, many of them in retaliation by angry people. Retaliation against an elephant? I wouldn't retaliate against an elephant, would you? Say an elephant, horror of horrors, stood on your scalectrics, ruined it forever, would you then go, right, mate, that's it, you're finished, and kill it? Or would you think, well, I shouldn't have been playing scalectrics in the jungle? I wouldn't kill it. Nor would I, I'd just, I'd just go, I didn't even enjoy scalectrics, because you can't, if you go too fast, it comes off the track. I'd just do a slow clap and undermine him. Elephant! Well oh, done. Well done, mate. Well done, thanks a lot. Ruin the scalectrics for everyone now. Thanks a lot. Great. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll come around your house, see how you like it, shall I? Smash <laughs> up your things. Right. Grow up! Yeah. <clears throat> right, okay, later on the show we will be talking to Noel Gallagher and Matt will corruptly be playing bands of people that's friends what he's met. So here we go with another record. It's called Matt's Mum. <laughs> new single, Being Matt's Mum. Like, what is it? What are you going to uh, say? The who? Magic bus. Yeah, magic bus. Imagine that though. It's not a normal bus such as you might sit on of an evening or... 
you know, I don't know where a bus would go. I suppose it's Lewisham, would it? Or <laughs> Tooting Beck? I, I remember from my days as a younger man. I didn't like it even then. Bloody buses, awful. They're rude. The bus driver was horrible. Now, mind you, someone should meet an all right one. So that's a, that's a message right there. Let's listen to the Magic Bus. Magic Bus, the Who, this is the Russell Brand on Radio 2. Look, we're a bit worried if that was racist or not, in case we just taken our car. That wasn't racist. Was we it? weren't racist, because we're not racist, but... If someone printed that, yeah. stop eating. It's <laughs> a very important oh, is that moment. Racist now? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. In print, right? If they just took stuff out of context, they go brands racist outbursts, and then they'll put, yeah. you know, they'll, they can say, "What did you say?" I mean, terrible things. I said things. Uh, poles have taken our jobs, but like, if I believe that. I'm radical. Here's no, we are sorry if anyone was offended. We're yeah, very sorry. If anyone's ever let's sorry. Know. Let's, let's, let's have discourse. Know. Yeah, let's, let's not have these things locked away in dark cupboards. Let them out in the open. Don't have anything in a dark cupboard. Unless perhaps truffles. I think they have to be stored like that. Tattoo accident spills out Coca-Cola. A man who... Other colas are available. A man who proudly showed... In fact, this cola that I got off a of Janet Street porter. Look at that. Curiosity cola. It's packaged how I dress. It looks like a terrifying brew. Fentiment. Curiosity Cola. Fentiman's Curiosity Cola. Would you care some cola from Fentiman's? Other colas are available. Would you? No? So, so why delicious. It looks like, why are you carrying that around? Why did she give it to you? She gave it to me to drink, but I just liked it. It's got a wolf on it. I thought it looked nice. It looks nice. Looks nice, doesn't it? I bet but it's flat, though. It's old-fashioned, doesn't it? What do you mean? In them days, they didn't well, have to like that. To see like if it was a... bubbly. Weird way. You said if it was... You said it might be you, flat. What are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with how I shook it? Too aggressive. Well, that's, don't have me as a babysitter then, because that's how I shake things. If something needs a shaking, I shake it, baby. So, uh, a man... I never babysit. A man who has proudly showed off his tattoo for 26 years was baffled to realise it actually spelt Coca-Cola. Vince Mattingly had his name tattooed on his chest in Chinese writing. Right, after asking staff at his favourite restaurant to write his name in Chinese symbols. But a waiter drew the Coke words and Vince had it etched on his chest. Vince only realised the mistake when he recently travelled to Thailand and the barman asked him why he had written Coca-Cola on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> why have you done that? Well, I like it, it's delicious. That's, that's quite common, that sort of thing happens. Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, I, yeah. I, I've heard tale of that. It's sort of like, like an urban myth, and it, of women having you slap written on their ankle by, yeah. uh, by a Thai tattoo artist. Mm. Mind you, if you are a tattoo artist, like to live and think. I mean, you'd think that doing a tattoo is quite good fun anyway, because you're jabbing a pin in someone, and I'd love to do that. Have you ever jabbed a pin in someone? No, but I was once assaulted with a pin. <laughs> oh, yeah, were you? Tell us about it. I was uh, walking home from Scouts. <laughs> what, a little square? So you deserved everything you got? And uh, we've talked about this loads. <laughs> I know. Because you, you enjoy it. it more than you should. I know, I love this story. Come on, tell it. And this kid called Darren was on the back of another <laughs> kid's Darren, BMX. Darren French. Yeah. He won't mind. It's not an attack on him. It's a, little... <laughs> it's a radio too. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's riding he's on the stunt pegs of a BMX. <laughs> Darren French. He's on the stunt nuts at the back he's of a BMX. He stood on there. Like and, a king. And he had, yeah, <laughs> like a king being transported around by a sort of idiot slave. One of his and he's lackeys. Like, Peddling, it went past me and then nobly said pin pin and stuck a pin into my arm. <laughs> what a brilliant thing for a dad. It looked like done. they were doing that for the day, just going around yeah. saying pin pin and putting a pin in. It really hurt. <laughs> Did it, mate? Yeah. Where was it? The arm? I think it was the arm, that's how I remember it, but. Pin pin! I like what I like about it <clears throat> are these things. He was on the back of a stunt nuts, that's brilliant. Yeah. 
like an emperor, like I imagine him like Caesar, all nobly, the way that Caesar would stand up at the back of a chariot. Uh, he had the pin in his hand, and the fact that as he went by, and I imagine the bloke driving the bike's like a little hunched, little sort of yeah. grunt. Oh, got him good that time, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, master. <laughs> hey, he'll be think twice before walking these streets, won't he? Silence, Hugo. <laughs> I really liked that he went, pin, pin. Like he announced it. Like yeah. he was so confident. And that he announced it in quite, that's quite a camp thing to say, isn't it? Pin, pin. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Pin, yeah. pin. Because <laughs> it's not like, it's not like, oh, mug. He didn't, he did it without looking at me. He didn't even look at you. He just went, pin, pin. Could have been anyone. It's a drive-by pin pinning. Actually, now I think about it, that, that pin's probably been in other people. I could have caught uh, if a you blood have, disease. You could have caught any kind of blood disease. Tetanus, I think you can get off of being pin pinned. I hope Darren French don't go on a big <laughs> mad spree of pin pinning and cause some sort of epidemic of pin pinnery. Perhaps it's what's caused you to be such a deeply neurotic man. How old were you when that happened? I must have been 13. 13? You were just coming Around home from scouts. Was you wearing shorts? Um, no, we were allowed to wear army trousers. Allowed? Oh, you little twerp. You deserved every pin-pinning you got. I bet you were in a, something. Of course I were, man. I was wild and free when I was 13. I was out there, living a crazy life, listening to Deep Purple and doing acid. <laughs> <laughs> I was sat on my own somewhere, who playing Subutio against myself, is what I'd have been doing. And I, I didn't even have Subutio figures. I played the parts of all the 22 little men, even the goalkeeper with a stick on his back. <coughs> Frenchy there. Ping, ping! Let's start a crazy... No, I don't no, know. It's irresponsible. It's what if it was lollipop, lollipop, and you just jab someone with a lollipop? Not uh, jab. You need... Tap. Tap. But also, it needs one syllable, really, to be better, doesn't it? Pin, pin! It's better, like, yeah. pin, pin. But it's wrong to stab someone with a pin, isn't it? Because it is unsafe, but it sounds like a laugh. Because I'd like to be up there on them stun nuts, not even That's looking. That's what it'd be like if you were mayor. <laughs> <laughs> pin, pin, yeah. You would be... Part of my mail campaign. The <laughs> oh dear, look at this fellow. <laughs> he hasn't got a house. He's covered in sick. <laughs> my sword? <laughs> Sir, I must ask you to leave the principality. Pin pin! <laughs> and off he goes. See how he runs, Hugo. I'm good there, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a laugh. No, it'd be wrong to do that. I, again, another thing I'm well into, homeless. <laughs> I'm nice to the homeless, remember, when I used to give them money and that and let them in our offices when we were making TV shows? What a nice what guy. What text I just got? <laughs> Matt, there's a new competition, right, which is I do not in any way endorse and I'm actually against. But, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, among Matt's friends, to, to take photos of homeless people that look most like Matt. Like, because Matt looks so homeless anyway, people are photographing homeless people. It's only one friend. It's, oh, it's just one friend. Well, it's not a competition then, is Neil it? Neil Sampson just... sends me pictures, it's happened twice, of homeless people who look, look like, like you. That one did look a bit like you. It's Where's the other one? because they do look like me. But don't worry about that, because a lot of homeless people look great. They look, do, actually. They look chic. Don't I like they? I've seen some great a, You don't see this much, but a rope belt. Rope belt, great. Like a little silk scarf. I'm not suggesting that homelessness is in any way fun, <laughs> but, but some of them look fantastic. Yeah. You know, what about Cyril, a bloke we know? He looks like sort of Father Christmas beard, long white hair, 
tubby like a father Christmas as well, like wearing a leather waistcoat, a silk scarf. You know, all, imagine that all scruffed up and homeless version. Embroidered girls' jeans. Yeah, they embroidered. Just made look they looked cool, cool on him. Like the way you imagine Jagger could put something on and it would look great. So sort of Jagger, old, old boot. Yeah, Jagger, man, Chris Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then there's sort of boots. You might as well have had their mouth boots that tramps used to have in the old days, where it's got a mouth. Hello, I'm your boot. Where are we going? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some tramps look okay. So on the that's tramp a non PC term. Yeah, but who's going to do anything? So <laughs> they're not listening. <laughs> yeah, like really, well, no, I'm against any kind of prejudice. This show, man, we're sailing close to the wind, are we? We should have kept Leslie Douglas in there. I know, but well, I think we're we're you know got to talk about these things. Got to get it out in the open. Get it out in the open. Is it out in the open? Vince only realised the mistake. Remember, Vince, he'd had Coca-Cola tattooed on his chest. Don't look at me as if Vince isn't something that's at the forefront of your mind. It's just because we've been on a flight of fancy about tramps that look like Matt. I've, what would be a surprise is to find a tramp that didn't look like Matt. <laughs> that's worth taking yeah, a photo of. Homeless people look like you. I've never seen it, mate. Don't, because people will start sending photos of homeless people. And imagine if you're homeless and then someone's to take a photo of you, do your head in, No, but it? I think if you took a photo of a homeless person, <clears> without give them, them loads of money. But watch out, because they might attack you for taking a photo. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's prejudice. What you just said. No, but like I once tried to take a photo of someone who was no homeless person. No. What are you doing, you perv? Did you get I, off on I it? I can't remember who it was, but it was someone selling stuff. What are you taking a photo of them for? Why are you putting your hands down your trousers was now? With a memory. <laughs> Put your hands down. You remembered it and stuck your hand down your trousers. Like an itch. That was Pavlovian response. You remember <laughs> getting off, taking. Oh, I took a photo of someone. Once. I took a photo Some of someone who was selling stuff crying. in the street, and then he went mental at me. Of course he did. He said people don't like. To be because, no, because they're up, he he's up to something illegal. What was he up to illegal? Selling stuff. You're the one up to something illegal, taking photos of people, scurrying off home and scratching yourself, <laughs> dirty little devil. I think this, right, this is the only way this could possibly work. You go up to someone who, who's a rough sleeper, you, right, that's the proper word, yeah, alright, hello, Russell Brand Show. That's, what, that's the PC that's term? That's the one, mate. Rough I'm up sleeper. To you go up to one of your rough sleepers, you alright? Is it rough sleeping out there? Rough, I suspect it is. Sleepy, oh, roughy, rough, sleep, sleep. Go up to him, go, here, here's five quid. Right? That's stage one. Then go, do you mind if I take a photo of you? If they go yes and give you consent, then I think you can do it. Otherwise, you can't do it. Right? That's the terms of that. And I don't think you're allowed to do competitions on the BBC. No, you're not allowed to give prizes. So it's not a competition, it's just a mere folly. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> this week's mere folly for prizes is, is a folly for prizes where one person must be better than another. No, it's not. But, you know, I don't care if pe people... Should they do that, Matt? I'm trying to work out morally where the, what's the right I thing to do. they shouldn't. You're right. Definitely, because they will anyway. Don't ever do that! Again or ever now! So we've been clear that you, if you give them the fiver first, then ask for their consent, and then take the photo, then send it to us, bbc.co.uk. Don't do it! Russell's, China! Russell's just handing me a piece of paper saying people should pin pin tramps. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> right, here we go. Vince, look, I've got it. Well, do you not want to know? You talk about rubbish. Vince? What? What are you going on about? Hey, I'm doing a radio show. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest, all right? It ain't easy, son. Sometimes I forget we are doing a radio show. So do I. Are oh, we doing one? This I is one, isn't it? Maybe that everyone's gone home. There's sometimes no... we're just at home, aren't we, chatting to each other on the phone and that? It's for hours. I got a headache after that phone call yeah, the other day. Yeah, I got day. a hot ear. It's hot ear. We talked for too long. We had a lot to sort out. There was a lot to go through. But we should have broadcast it. Bloody good radio, some of it, unlike this tosh. Yeah. Vince! 
Vince! <laughs> Vince! 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 When will we learn what's happening? We Vince's? know what happened to him. He had cocaine in his chest. What else is there? There might be a there might be a twist. All right. Do you know for a fact that there wasn't a twist in Vince's Coca-Cola tale? Come oh, on, are available. Well, let's find out. You're listening to Russell Brand Radio 2, here with Matt Morgan and Mr G. Stay with us. If the twist us. is he prefers Pepsi, <laughs> then that, <clears> it's not going to be <clears> very good. That would be no good, would it? Right, so anyway, he travelled to Thailand and a barman asked him why he had Coca-Cola written on his chest, reports the son. Vince of Watford <laughs> said, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> then I found out that's what it said. I love that sentence. I thought it was a joke, then I found out that's what it said. So it wasn't a joke, it was just a fact. The restaurant staff must have had a good laugh about it. He now plans to get another Oriental tattoo to cover up the name. He added, I'm going to go with something Japanese this time. He hasn't learned a thing, has he? It'll just be another thing. Vince, you idiot, is what it should tattoo on him. Vince! It's, it's bizarre <clears throat> that people think that because it's, um, <clears throat> you know, like like Japanese or Chinese, that it's yeah. spiritual and it means something. Yeah. So, the, really, the tattooist is just thinking, you fools, yeah, mocking thinking our culture. Yeah, they're thinking, you idiot, using our culture as a sort of a shorthand for spiritual enlightenment or some tokenistic gesture towards spirituality. And I think the things that we've just said there, Matt, make up for the half hour <laughs> of insanity that preceded it. <clears throat> that made Jim Davidson cry. <laughs> Jim Davidson looked like that, you know, that Native American that cries a single tear when he looks at some rubbish. At least you said Native American. Just because I know all about culture, mate. Rough yeah. sleeper. Native American. Is that true, rough sleeper? Have yeah. you heard that? Has someone yeah. told you that? Yeah, I heard it recently. Off of a rough sleeper. When you're um, a live TV presenter, does yeah. someone sit down and go, right, these are the words that are allowed? Yeah, a lawyer comes in on day one and you have to sit across a table with him when I found what was then known as Big Brother's E-Forum. Crazy days back then. <laughs> we all know what that became. The hit show Big Mouth. <laughs> yep, that's right, I was there. Uh, He's reading from his autobiography now. Particularly <laughs> if you like reading about Matt Morgan being vilified by a brilliant <laughs> writer. So, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the lawyer sits there and he goes, you mustn't say F word, you mustn't say the MF word, which is MFI, which is now, <laughs> it's now home base, of course. No, that's mother effer. You mustn't ever say that. You mustn't say yeah, the C. Yeah, we know C the things you're not allowed to say. You mustn't say C word. Like a four-year-old could guess those <laughs> things. What I'm saying is, does he go, if you Don't have to say people. homeless person, say rough sleeper. Yeah, he does. He goes, if you're going to look, he, he sits down right next to you, a bit too close. He goes, if you say homeless person, say rough sleeper. And he does a little wink. <laughs> he says, if you want to come back to my place, cup of tea, and then he rolled his tongue right round his cheek and then waggled it at me. <laughs> I went round there. Ever since, nice. rest of history. Lovely. Lovely way to spend an afternoon. Right, we know all about Vince, we all know about the rules of telly, don't do no swear words. Or all broadcasting, don't do was no that, swear was words. Where was the twist? Uh, oh, hold on, let's go back. Then, Vince found out that he was actually chief executive of Coca-Cola! <laughs> so it all worked out perfectly well! So there you go, that's a wow, lovely twist. no one saw that coming. No one saw it coming, Matt. That's because it was a twist. If, you know, otherwise what would Roald Dahl's career have been? Rubbish, wouldn't it? If you could see a twist coming, what would have been the point of Tales of the Unexpected? What Roald Dahl? Because he does twists, doesn't he? Do, 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 Tales of the Unexpected. He wrote all his books on a tray, on his lap, in a <laughs> shed. Like an idiot. Like it was his dinner. Like yeah. a boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? PFG! Roll Dahl just writing books on his lap. What a twerp. Ah, he's all right, isn't no, he? He's brilliant. I loved him. Oh, revolting rhymes. There was leaves on the Twit. floor. Once I saw a programme and they went in the room where he wrote. What? Leaves had got in there. And he was just in there writing with That's leaves all over the ground. Why didn't he brush them out of there? I don't know. I'd, I'd have gone in the house. I'd have gone indoors. I'd have gone, here, love, there's leaves in there. Sort it out! <laughs> 
wouldn't have done. Cause that, but who was I was talking to? A great big bloke. So, wasn't sexist at all then, was it? Right. You know, you see people picking up litter with that spike thing. Yeah, why is it? What? That looks like fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it satisfying. Does. You'd what have to bend down. You'd just stab it in. Or the claw as well. Oh, the claw. The claw. Because it's like a version of that thing in the fair where you try and grab a rabbit, like a, fl- a fluffy rabbit, like a yeah. fake pretend one. But you can never get that rabbit, can you? No. <clears throat> what? A fluffy rabbit. A, fl- a fake pretend one. Fake. Not a real rabbit. It's not a real rabbit. I'd be really wicked because Smacky crushes <laughs> eyes or something. Because then the rabbit, when it goes back and look for carrots, well, I better see him. Even though carrots do improve his sight, that's only if your eyes are already functioning it can't cure eyes that's think about carotene so i would like those fist on a stick style objects that's what, what, that's what i'm calling fist it fist on a stick fist on a stick what's that mean the claw that you pick up little with all the stuff of a fist it's elegant it's gross like a swan's neck with a hook at the end a porcelain swan like a ladro figurine with a hook on the end and it's not yeah. got a hook on the end mate it's like Clasps in your head, it's like a boxing glove. <laughs> <laughs> Big clumsy thing gumping around in a park. What about a barnyard? I'd love to go to one. There's a story about whale sick. <clears throat> it's from Rhiannon Lewis. Rhiannon, ever wondered what your expensive, sweet, musky perfume contains? Says Rhiannon. Uh, furthermore, have you ever questioned what those posh words on cosmetic adverts actually mean? And Burgess, a.k.a. Floating Gold, which is a type of perfume, sells at 30 quid a gram, around the same price as heroin and cocaine in Sheffield. Why is he offering that as a reference? Same price as a T-shirt. <clears throat> it may be used by perfume makers and also considered an aphrodisiac in China. So what is Amburgis? An ash grey, strongly scented substance originating in the intestines of the spermaceti whale. The main source of food for said whale is giant squid, and it is thought that the hard beaks of these mollusks cause the whale to expel this intestinal secretion from its mouth. I don't like this story. It's about whales crunching up squid beaks. Ugh. I don't like the idea of the word beak. I don't like the idea of a beak. So I can imagine a beak dragging down the nape of your neck, like a raven. And you had a beak. Imagine it. You've like, you, want, it you want your mouth to be sort of, you know, you don't have no feeling in it. You don't want your mouth craning out, pecking. Snapping. Snapping and gathering up worms out of a garden. It'd be horrible. And also, what is beak? Is it made of skull? <clears throat> is no. it connected to, because if you see a bird's skeleton, the beak's still there. And is it's it? attached to, yeah, you don't get like a little round bird head with no That's beak. That's true, actually. It's there but still. But it looks like it's a different colour. It's like it's either black or yellow, whatever the beak in life was. Yeah, it's just stayed loyal to the idea of a live beak, hasn't it? I think it's um, <clears throat> like that thing, like rhino's horn, made of hair. Hair? I don't like that idea no, either. maybe not. I wouldn't want a beak or a horn. Either of those things. Despicable. Well, anyway, these whales, um, that's whale sick and it's in perfume. So, fair, don't have perfume. Where are you getting these... Rhiannon, in what she's from, I don't know. Yeah, but we're all getting all these things that people know anyway. Perfume's they don't know made of smelly perfume's stuff. Whale sick. Well, they it's know it's made out of the anal glands of a skunk. What? Musk. Yeah, musk. These skunks these are, are things famous that people for would one say thing, in a pub and that's stinking. Years ago. Huh? Someone had a tattoo in Chinese. Turned that sick old cola. Really? <laughs> Look, I don't write these emails. This is our listeners. You select them. <clears throat> oh, don't I just pick up the nearest one? <sighs> So that's what I do. That's how it says. So look, right. 
Right, pick it's like up that's big, life. Big bunch of them. Right, here we go. Fake blind man. Right? How could this be offensive? <laughs> it's from someone called Ben. Dear Russell, throughout any given day I see the same blind man and his guide dog in passing. This man is always immaculately dressed with pristine hair and more significantly always a perfectly presented tie. I find myself struggling when I do a tie. I'm confused as to how this blind man achieves this. <clears throat> I'm no dog expert, but I'm convinced that the dog cannot do the tie either. However, uh, I'm, I think this man is a fraud and I want to confront him, but I'm worried that this will make me look bad. Well, yeah, it will. You can't just go up to blind people accusing them of not being blind just because their tie's done well. He takes pride in his appearance. He takes pride in his appearance. And you can tie a tie in the dark. He always bent. All he's done is tied a tie in the dark, for which you're accusing him as masquerading as a blind man. You sick. Do you reckon he's definitely blind, this man, right? We're going, are we against Ben? Of course. The man is blind, Ben! He's got, why would he bother to go to, to go all out the... pretending to be blind? No one would do that, would they? <laughs> be it's... good if you could go in a changing room. Hold on. Right. Now, Ben, if this blind man ever goes in Debenhams and goes, Oh, I'm blind, I'm blind. I'm just going Don't to go... Don't me. <laughs> I've been in the changing rooms. But blind man, why on earth have you taken your trousers down? Oh, that don't matter. I'm blind, I'm blind. But why are you touching yourself intimately? I'm blind, I'm blind. That point, we start questioning him. But Not walking, walking around down. being a bit too smart. Yeah, you're a Nazi, Ben. Oh, you Don't this... talk to that man. Ben, leave him alone. Unless maybe you want to talk to him just for a chat. That's fine. But don't go start off chatting. Oh, all right. Well, why not go up to him and go, um, no, actually, that's... Patronising to go to. Oh, you've done your tie well. Oh, you've done well, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, and you ain't got any sick around your mouth or anything. You're brilliant. Here, have an apple. I'll put it in your pocket. Yeah, no, you can't do that. That is patronising to do that to the blind man. I once helped a blind lady across the road when I was still living in Grace. I was probably put his 12. hands on his hips for this. Because <laughs> he's look well, at him. I'm putting my hands on my hips when I've done something nice, Matt. And this is nice. When I was a little boy, probably 12 or something, I helped a blind lady across no, the road. You saw I, this Matt, in a comic book. No. <laughs> She give me a magic coin. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I did. I didn't see it in a comic book. You shouldn't be crossing roads at twelve. What am I going to do? Just wander about on one side of the street when Black Shot's swimming pool was over there. I had to get a Black Shot. Actually, twelve-year-olds do cross roads. Of course they, they do. Get a secondary school. Twelve-year-olds get pregnant only in uh, you know economically deprived areas. Well, that's a bit non-PC. Well, probably what is, isn't it? I'm right. You're an aristocrat 12-year-old. Yeah. Well, you're a pregnant aristocrat 12-year-old. I'm not. <laughs> well, grow up and stop acting like one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... You helped that... an old lady across the road. Yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking, aren't I nice? Did she approach <laughs> you? She goes, can you help me across this road? I went, yeah, all right. But then the thing was, I saw her, I remember seeing her again later, I'm thinking, I wouldn't mind a bit of credit for that time I was across well, the road. I see you. Exactly, so how do I get the credit? I couldn't, is the short answer. What did you I was thinking about, about going on your to... journey across the road? Thinking, uh, look, if, is there any way that I could signify myself to you in the future, should I need credit? I and... imagine the smell was quite <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Why? I didn't smell when I was 12. I was a fresh-faced, tubby little twerp. That was... The... Yeah, what? a little prickle of, uh... Well, since I was bullied, probably, when I was 12, I imagine. Did By that blind smell. woman. <laughs> 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 no, see, I'd help her across, we got on fine, and then that was just the end of it. Nothing really happened, except for, as I say, I saw her in the future, I thought, can I go up to her and go, oh, I remember that time I helped you across the road? And then I suppose if you're blind, getting helped across the road is probably not something that you particularly sticks in your mind, probably happens a lot. I once, um, this man in, uh, 
the centre of town in Dartford. Yeah. He was in a wheelchair and he goes, oh, can you push me? Can you give me a push, mate? And I went, yeah, all right. And I started pushing him. And mm. that, that was fine. He goes, oh, we'll only be up there. I'm just, you know, he's tired yeah. out. I go, that's all right. Yeah. I was pushing him. Mm. And then, uh, he, but he made jokes. It was good. Oh, I'll go dancing tonight because he was embarrassed about right, the situation. Was he a young sort of fella then? Yeah, well, he was probably <clears> about <throat> 25 or something. Right, yeah. But no, I was a schoolboy. Yeah. So I was pushing him <laughs> along. What? I just thought it was funny you saying, oh, I was a schoolboy, just like you was playing that part in a play. <laughs> Matt, you'll be being the schoolboy that pushes the wheelchair. Okay, okay, I'll learn my lines. Yeah, <clears> so I, but it was embarrassing because he made jokes. To make you feel and more at ease. Well, I can't laugh at that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all right, mate, that's fine, I don't mind at you all. You're just sticking with that kept going with his jokes. Yeah. Oh, well, dancing, be doing a can can in a minute, oh, race up the top of the hill, eh? Like, kept doing yeah. that, and then you just thought, oh, no, what am I going to yeah. say? Well, the, you probably did the right thing in not joining in. I mean, and also, actually, when I let him go, when he... <laughs> Why would he run down hill again? No. He goes, all right, cheers. And then I did this thing where I thought, well, uh -oh. I might as well give him a push. A Final bit of benefit. Bit of, and I sort of went, all right, here you go. He <laughs> <laughs> got on a swing. <laughs> Shove him off no, into the future. The shock of going from being pushed to actually trying to... Right, his, give him to, a crossover. Yeah, so I thought, yeah, look, give him this and then he'll roll. Like a parachute payments for teams that are relegated from the Premiership into the Champions League. Parachute payments, like, to help cope with the new climate of not getting Sky's TV money. You give him a parachute push to help him along yeah, the way. but I think I pushed him too hard. Too much parachute. Yeah. You sent him rocketing off into the busy street. Yeah, it was the sort of thing you'd do and then say, and stay out! <laughs> <laughs> because I'll tell you what that reminds me of is when I was sitting in a wheelchair at the airport... Quite rightly, because I was unwell. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to make me look bad. Yeah. But it starts with you in a wheelchair, and you I didn't was, need to be in one. <laughs> I was in a wheelchair at the airport. We've told Don't judge this. me. Yeah, and you shoved me right in a clothes shop. Too hard. Probably like you did that poor wheelchair fella. <laughs> it was about that hard. Well, that was terrifying, because I went ricocheted into a mannequin. And then I'd arrived with such incredible momentum into the shop that I couldn't start a conversation. Because <laughs> I'd arrived, so it was too much like, da da! Hello, um, could I have a look at those scarves? It was just, there was no way to carry on the, the routine. It was mental. Um, anyway, okay, let's have a look. Should we continue with Ben? We should Ben's... play a song, shouldn't we? Oh, bloody hell. All right, this is Russell Brand on Radio 2. I'm here with Matt Morgan. Let's listen to... Hold on, Pressure hold on. Drop. Hold on, what? Pressure Drop? By Toots and the Maytals. Who? Toots and the Maytals. We've had them on here before. You're always playing Toots and the Maytals. Oh, what about Morrissey and the Smiths? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm showing my boobs. Here's Toots and the Maytals. That's what I call my boobs. Yeah, yeah, that's Mayweather Tootsie. <laughs> I know it's Toots Maples, yeah. Right, and so, um, Toots Maples. And Maple, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, so what you I'll play the one out and this is England, is what you said, which probably is by now anyway, because it'll have been changed over before the live version. Right, sorry we didn't ring Noel Gallagher, we just, because me and Matt had a chat for ages, so we thought we might as well just chat. Gee, for God's sake, Poet Laureate of the show that you are, summarise this chaos with a poem. I'll be gl glad to hear you. Whoever would attempt to second-guess this pair together, a crouching swami mohair sweater, a walnut head item expresser. Let us not forget this celibate endeavour, a pornography possessor, a ditchwater digester. <laughs> Apparently, many a professor denied themselves the simple pleasure, preferring to base their thoughtful lives on either the neither nor or never. Fiddlesticks, beware the attack of the pinpricks, as Mayor Vader avoids the brown bed but downloads a tushy kiss. Has it come to this, discussing the bliss of an elephant's kiss, trying to show love to everyone with a Fist on a stick. Diddly lit. Yeah, woo! Diddly lit. That's why you.
used to say as a child doing that filthy child game I've done. Mr. G there, that was a fantastic poem, wasn't it? Very good. It's good how you get all that in there. Publish them or something. Get them published, all them poems. Like I have my autobiography published. <laughs> Available soon. My Bookie Work. It is called My Bookie Work. Out on November the 15th. What's the picture on the cover then? Me. <laughs> oh! Yeah, what about that? I right out of left field, I'd have a picture yeah, but of me. what are you doing? Just looking off, Looking like... through a window, crying or something. Yeah, a bit like that. I'm really? Saying, not through a window, but or crying, but like, imagine like me going, Oh man, what a ride. What a bloody ride. Well, that's not going to sell, is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Who wants a picture of that? A man You've got to look at the, the, the uh, person who's going to buy it. You have to look at them. No, in Engage. DVD. Well, on the new DVD, I'm staring right at you, mate. He'll blow your socks off. You won't really? want to buy that. It's a man going, <laughs> <laughs> gooning at you out of a shelf. That's what it'll be. Whereas, no, you might buy the bookie books. You think, oh, he looks all reflective. I wonder what he's on about. And then no, buy I just it. think he's not paying attention. Look no, at him. Mm, that's true. It's good, though. Oh, it's good. What a bookie book it is. All I've written. read bits of it. Yeah, it's really good. It oh. really is rather good. Yeah, it's good. You come uh, across a bit bad. Is there what? An, what? <laughs> no, you come across well, nice. I was meant to be reading that before I went to the uh, publisher. Yeah, it's, you don't need to. It's all right. There's nothing in there embarrassing. <laughs> oh! <laughs> There's nothing. Is there? I don't think so. You can read it if you want. Oh, I don't think so. You wrote it. Well, I mean, I don't know what you consider embarrassing. Do you consider this embarrassing? <laughs> Yes, for you, because you just <laughs> did it and we saw you do it, and yeah. frankly, it made you look ridiculous. Imagine me doing that at your nan, and then you get a pretty good idea of what the book is. Just Don't me. undermine me in your book, it's too late now, isn't it? Yeah, but you come across good, you're called all sorts of good things. What? Perry? <laughs> I call you, oh, imagine him, he's like a cop. <laughs> you, come, you come across nice, you've got nothing to worry about. Gee, he comes across nice as well, nice as pie. Yeah, um, I've been uh, spared the rod. <laughs> As it were. No, you have. You come across really well. Right, sorry, Noel Gallagher, we never gave you a ring. We'll ring him next week. Uh, who else have we got? What else we do? Uh, like, there's all sorts of items that we didn't get round to. We're just caught up talking to our stupid sorry old Sorry if we offended anyone, selves. but we did say sorry. and we Already said sorry. And, yeah. Yep, so we're all sorry in that. And what a good show it was. Well, it's very good to have you back here. Did you enjoy doing the radio show? Yes. Like them items, did you? Loved it all. Wasn't it well organised, this show? Yeah. Sick. Focused man, aren't you? Yeah, very focused. Not people ramble on, but not me, because of the focus. You see, so sometimes I think, well, I ramble on now. They think, no, I'll focus on something very specific. On that, I'll focus. Yep. That's what I'll do. No rambling. No rambling. Not about Vince and his tattoo. Do <laughs> Anyway, I proved, didn't I, that I just pick up random emails and read them out, which is a great way to make art because yes. it's like found art in a way. So there you are. That's another mm. thing that makes us sound better than we are. Found art that's been sent to you. Sent art. Sent art is <laughs> a new thing that I'm doing. So, okay, then. Uh, thanks for listening to our radio show. Thanks coming back. You're groveling now. Get off the radio. Who am I groveling at? Thanks for being here. Go to bed now or maybe have a cup of tea. Or it's up to you. Maybe it's you already might, might go out. Jeremy Vine listens to this show. Jeremy Vine listening to this bit snuggled up with his wife. <gasps> Jeremy Vine, lean over and touch your wife. It's part of the radio show. Jeremy Vine. Woo enough of Radio 2% if you're a young person who never listens to this show normally. Right, so, I mean, always listen to this show, but not this station. Right, okay, well, it's been good day, then. Very enjoyed day, then. Love you. <laughs> Time for this radio show to end now before anything else happens. Why don't we put a bit of the old newsy poos, is that what? Sometimes I wonder what's going on on the stinky old world. It's this news. Here's the news. Boo! <laughs>